0: Okay, so it's more like it's a crossover, yeah.
1: crossover episode.
0: Honestly,
1: this Yoruba Litty, you've been speaking a lot of Yoruba, yeah, and that's it shows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Hi, guys. It's your host Matilda,
2: and your host Hediza. and your other host Imamam, and you're listening to the Africa Lipso Podcast.
0: Welcome back to this week's episode. This is a crossover episode with the Kenyan Plug Podcast. So we have today the host, Cheryl. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Hey,
3: hey. hey. hey girl,
0: how
3: guys. How are you doing? Yes. how is everyone? How are you guys doing? We're good. We're all good. right. And, you know,
0: time of <laughs> lockdown, honestly. Oh, but it's kind
2: of coming to an end, Loki. Is it?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of businesses are, like, reopening and stuff.
1: Yeah, people are co- being called back. To To work,
0: she said. People,
1: yeah, I, I, no, me and me and a bunch of others. Yeah,
0: but I think it's even more scary now because it's like we're being called back to work, but still at a risk. Businesses are opening, but still at a risk. Everything is carrying on almost as usual, but then the threat of the coronavirus is still
1: still there.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so I don't get it. Shiro, you're in America. Tell us what's going on there.
3: I just happen to be in a state that has, we are in phase two. I think we're about to transition to phase three, uh, which means that we are, like, open back up. I'm going back to work this week. Uh The issue is now that we, we had not even had a curfew this whole time. Like, we have not even had a curfew this whole time. Three months, Monzi. And now... We have a curfew because of the riots. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow! Oh, okay. what state are you in? North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, yeah. So <laughs> we have a curfew from eight to five a.m. So eight p.m. to five a.m. because of the protesting and the riots that took place uh over the weekend. Mm-hmm. But this whole time, we have not had a curfew. It's ignorance, ignorance, ignorance. ignorance. Okay. Sounds sounds like <laughs> what you
0: thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't wanna like delve too much into it because that's kind of what our um we have Amiibo interludes. They're like the short episodes where we talk about what's going on. But I feel like because this is like so so current, it probably would have changed by next week. Sorry, I'm talking about the whole George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter protests yeah. that are going on. I thought we kind of have a duty in some kind of way to just Even if it's, like, for two minutes, just talk about what's going on and, like, bring people's attention to what's going on. So, um, does anyone have any opinions on what's going on? (laughs) Shiro, especially you.
3: I, for me, my biggest thing is it's been happening. This This is something that's been waiting on happening. And it's just the beginning. I, I, as a person who is extremely woke, I'm just trying to keep it on a low level because I don't want to get too upset or just like whatever my how I feel about it is is I just don't even want to express it but the thing is it's gonna happen it's going to be crazy and it's it's overdue and over time and I think it needs to happen I'm down with it I'm not outside because I have my personal opinions which are like work on yourself before you can start trying to fix the world but at the same time it's about to happen, it's about to go down.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's also weird because like the protests are going on but then corona is also going
3: on. So like I Corona. Know, is yeah. It's so done. It's so done here. Like we we don't even care about Corona. Corona never really? happened. Racism took over. <laughs> I told you. Corona Man. is a conspiracy as of this week. Wow. <laughs> last week. It's, yeah, it's
0: <laughs> so What has this past week been? <sighs>
2: it's been a lot. It's been exhausting is what it has
3: been. Yeah. yeah. The world is not happy. I'm ready for
0: rapture, you know.
2: Are you really though? <laughs> I, I, mama, you don't know me. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just said, uh, like, I'll just, let me just ask.
0: Small. <laughs> okay, let's jump right into the topic for today. And we're, we're going to give a disclaimer before we go into it. We're talking about matriarchal societies prior to colonization in Africa. So when we talked about coming on the podcast with Shiro, she was like, this is a topic I really want to talk about about and I was like okay Let's do it. Why not? We like spreading this, um, matriarchal utopia argument, I guess. So like, yeah. So I'm um, sure could you start out as to like, why it is that you wanted to talk about this yeah. and like, what your opinions are on like, if our societies in Africa were matriarchal
3: before colonization.
1: Before she goes on, actually, could someone define like what matriarchal
3: means? A matriarchal society is one, um, is which a female leaves a family colony or tribe okay okay cool
0: and that's the same if you say patriarchy that's it means Mm -hmm. when a man leads family Mm -hmm. colony or tribe yeah so what were your opinions
3: i really wasn't trying to be too historical about it because you know but history does repeat itself so we should put that in there i was really aiming it towards the angle of a woman's world versus this man's world we've been living in and um and just how like the small changes I mean, if anyone has been in a relationship, if you've been in a household where the woman is in, like, not the lead, not wears the pants, but is very vocal, you can kind of tell that the decisions are made in a different way than how it is when a man is in the leading position and makes all of the decisions. So, I mean, it goes back to how the African tribes were, you know, and all of these things that were happening prior to the patriarchal society, but... I definitely wanted to take it from a historical point of view, but also like make it as modern as possible in 2020, like what it would be like if we just this new world emerged and women were suddenly the heads of uh, and the leads of the family.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, I
0: see. Mm -hmm. I see the angle that you're coming from. I've heard that discourse in every time the the feminism conversation comes up. Sometimes I hear some people say, you know, our societies were not like this before. That it it comes with colonization and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like They were probably like equal or matriarchal before and stuff like that. And I just, when I look back on it and like I read articles, it seems to be like people are not really sure because like, They're looking at it from the lens of today to think about how societies were but then you can't because that's not what societies were like so like i was reading this article where they talked about how there were still gender roles so like when people talk about like matriarchal societies they like to think about it in this like fluid way where everyone takes different roles and stuff there were still gender roles in those societies you know they just weren't there wasn't like a harping on oh the women's role is more important than the man's role which is The way that we think about it now. I think we've had this discussion before actually on the podcast. So yeah. What are the factors would you say that have contributed to where we're at right now?
3: Uh other than colonization. Let's let's hear this.
0: (laughs) But in what way? Like how did them just coming make us change if we were so matriarchal?
3: I'm saying that it wasn't really a matriarchal society, it was more so of like a patriarch. So it was like a male dominant world, but there were prominent queens and African queens and African, you know, like prominent women that made a very large voice in this time. So I'm, I'm reading a couple of different things that are saying that pre-colonial, like there was no such thing as a matriarchy society. Um, It was only, it was still patriarchal, but it just happened to be that African women were not treated so lesser. They're not treated that way. But from my point of view, I think it's just the idea that men rule the world, and if it's not the white man, then it's gonna be the black man, but it's never going to be the woman.
0: Mm-hmm. Wait, you're from Kenya, sure, right? Like, what's it like there with like women?
3: 18 years strong in the United States, but uh, yeah, 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 okay. I would say from what I watched growing up, I definitely know what it was like, and I know that my dad, even though he was in America, it definitely did not take him away from having the same African just dominance that he carried. My mom was very quiet; she would not speak. Like if they were having meetings, she's not going to enter. Like very, it was very, very much how it is back home. So mm. I don't know how you all, your family is, but I know for most of the Kenyan households, <laughs> that's how it is. The man is dominant the woman is the homemaker she's gonna come out when asked or when requested to come out and otherwise she's pretty much I
0: don't know Mm. making the decisions and all
3: yeah Definitely not vocal.
0: Mama, what are your thoughts?
2: Honestly, I haven't really, like, looked that much into it, but I feel like just kind of like what you said, where it was like, yes, there were gender roles, but it wasn't like one role was less than the other. It was more like, okay, like, you know, the man does this and the woman does this, and ultimately it's to kind of bring the family up, like, you know, just kind of sustain the family, rather. I feel like that's kind of how it was. But at the same time, I am not even sure that that's true. I feel like that's kind of, like, an idea that we create just to make ourselves feel better. I don't know that that was actually true. I feel like there was definitely still some, not some. I feel like there was like a lot of patriarchy, but it may be like. Women were just not as oppressed, but like, I still feel like they were. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, like you said, I feel like it's kind of like a utopia that we kind of envision just to make ourselves feel better, but like, it wasn't actually like a thing where it was like, oh, men and women were seen kind of equal. It was more like they were still kind of, it was more like today is what I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that we would like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Yes. And, yeah. I mean, and, and I do think that colonization kind of did, um, did, a
0: service.
2: Yes, it did a disservice and it kind of made it worse for the women, especially with the whole, like, I mean, I'm a Christian, I'm a Bible believing Christian, love Jesus and all of that fun stuff. But like, I do think, you know, when the white people came and they brought like, you know, Christianity, it's like in the Bible, literally women are not necessarily seen as people in those times Mm. so i feel like like you know that kind of definitely added to the oppression that women started facing well i mean not started but like the oppression that women faced just because like you know they brought that christian beliefs and like you know i feel like just like a lot of it was not really serving for the women i feel like that definitely did add like a lot of Oomph to whatever oppression that <laughs> women were facing. Oh, so, yeah. creation story. Oh, we love it. No. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's like, like that's what I, like, that's what I think anyway. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know that that's 100% true, but like yeah. that's kind of like what I think. Um, for me,
1: I'd say like, I feel like colonialism kind of emphasized the differences between men and women, right? Cause you have before then, you have like men and women having different roles and then they both agree to perform those roles and context of the society like in context of like maybe uplifting the family or the tribe or whatever it is right but then colonialism brings in um, concepts of like superiority and um, wealth capitalism and all that kind of stuff and Mm. who holds the power in society would naturally like it would those kind of The value systems gravitate towards who holds the power in that kind of society. So I think it shifted the perspective of roles in some way. Mm I yeah.
2: think, yeah. And especially with, like, I, I know with the Bible where it's, like, you know, there's this hampering on the man being the head of the home mm. and, like, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I don't, like, I don't think there was any Bible before, well, in, like, in Nigeria anyways. I don't think there was, like, any Bible before colonialism. So, it's, like, where are they going to get the man is it's head of the home from?
0: Yeah, yeah. But,
2: like... I think yeah.
0: religion really plays a really big role in, like, how these different societies view women. And, like, mm-hmm. I think that, like, when we say historical Africa, we talk about it like Africa was one place also, which is also very
2: problematic because it's, but like... it kind of almost was. It wasn't. Like, no. I mean, like, right, well, no. No, no. Like, no, like I mean, really like, wasn't. it wasn't, like... I'm not saying, like, Africa was, like, one huge country, but, like, it was separated by tribes as opposed to the way it's separated exactly. now
0: yeah exactly yeah. and the tribes believed in a lot of times vastly different things like for instance when I was reading on this it was very very clear like some of the societies that were matriarchal I keep bringing up like the Akans in Ghana like you know the Ashanti, Fantis whatever like they they have like a matrilineal way of thinking where like I think the people go by their mother's lineage which is really weird like a Nigerian would never look at that and think it's normal do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. yeah Yeah, they inherit properties from their mother's side. But you can't compare the Akans to, say, some Yoruba tribes. They're not the same place. But, like, when we say, oh, African society, we make it seem like they all believed in one thing. Do you get what I mean?
2: Mm, I know what you mean
0: yeah so I think that's the problem that we approach it with because they also had different religions and like you know religions played a really big role in how they perceived women because like in Senegal right there's the guardian spirits of the main cities are female so when you have those kind of things like even in Yoruba mythology I guess like there's the Orishas All
2: right, Orishas mm-hmm. yeah okay nah, no. like Yemoja
0: yeah like mm. yeah they're strong female leads but like mm-hmm. you barely See that in like Christianity or Islam. Do you get what I mean? So like mm-hmm. it kind of shapes your way of thinking about women and men. Even the art for instance, women and fertility and stuff like that, they used to look at it as like literally that's where life comes from. So they reverb woman and um, woman, yeah. Women <laughs> as like really, really important in this society as compared to now, where I mean women are still giving birth, but they are controlling giving birth and stuff like that. I think it's just how you value women based off of like the core values of your society um.
1: so so basically like what you're saying is in that society women could be seen just as often as men in the public realm of things but yeah. then in in our society men are the one who are seen more in the public realm wh- whereas women the decisions, mm-hmm.
0: they're in all the historical books because they're they're the ones that their names get carried yeah down, that kind of thing. because
1: women I mean it's not like women held on all positions of power right yeah. it's just that they were still in positions of power enough that they were seen i guess that's the difference like it's that like power is just dis- seems appears to be more distributed than versus now, now. yeah mm-hmm.
0: that makes sense but what do you guys imagine society would look right now if it was first of all <laughs> matrilineal because like i think there's two different types of matriarchies. There's like matrilineal where property is passed down to the um, maternal line on the death of the mother, not the father. And there's matri which means families are established in proximity to the bride's extended family. That's really weird. So like the man moves into the woman's
1: like family. house. Yeah, family. That's so cool.
0: Okay, so first of all, matrilineal, how do you think our society would look like if we, you know, took our mother's names and our our properties were passed down through our our mothers. I'm laughing in Igbo because, like, you know that thing where, like, when the men die, they shave the women's head and stuff like that. They take all the property the man's family. I wonder what that would look like if women were the ones
2: that the properties were I think Igbo down. men might just die. <laughs> I really think so. But, sorry, Sure, go Shira, ahead. please go. <laughs>
3: i i okay sure i haven't
0: heard her talk
3: no i'm listening i'm just enjoying you guys conversation uh i really i hate to be like the one who's not historically you know uh educated in this because my family my grandmother was the dominant one she passed down all of her land all of her stuff to her really was that the norm um i think it was the norm for her because the way she was raised was to be a self-starter i don't think she my grandmother was like a rebel of some sort so she kind of did her own thing she but how she set up her family is beautiful and that's what i kind of want to do that's why i wanted to speak on this because matriarch. Of the fact that she's a matriarch yeah yeah love to see it <laughs> love to see it so
0: how how would that differ from, like, other families? How did that look? Was it a peaceful hand down of property? Did her children take her last name?
3: Yes, we took the family name. Um, the thing about it is she just, it caused issues because we didn't have a, my grandfather passed when my mom was 12, so we didn't have him around for quite a long time. And um, so I, I think that that's what, Push her to be the matriarch of the family. And that's what made her work harder to leave those things behind for her kids. But, um, for the family, I would say, like, there wasn't a struggle. I think it was more so about who was going to take the, ma- like, who was going to replace her. I think that's how we come off, but I definitely cannot speak for other families because, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm not historically inclined to speak on that so I'm um, that's, that's why I'm here enjoying you guys' conversation.
0: Oh, no, no, but we have, we love hearing your opinion because like I know you grew up in the US but like mm-hmm. I wonder what like that looks like still because your family is still Kenyan right and you know like when African families move they still try to keep like a sense of like culture and stuff like that so you'd still see except if you're like I know there's families that move and try to like you know discard of their culture but I think for the vast majority of it they still kind of keep up the culture some families even end up being more cultural than even families back home I think when they move
3: this is something I talk about on Kenyan Plug all the time. Uh, my family and I were not close. I live with my dad here and my stepmom, mm-hmm. and I don't really speak to them. And we, uh, yeah, we don't have any culture. That's why I kind of started the Kenyan Plug because if I did not start the Kenyan Plug, I would kind of have no connection to Kenya because of how removed we are been, you mm-hmm. know, since being here. So when it comes to these questions, <laughs> I'm not your girl for this. <laughs> no. I definitely am um, here for hearing it. And even with my family back home, we, we're we not really, me not being there in 18 years, it kind of just made it a very big gap between understanding or trying to be taught about my culture or my home. That's why I kind of created my own platform to do so.
0: Okay. That's mm-hmm. crazy. How did you learn the language then?
3: Yeah, I was there until I was eight. So we kind of, we had Swahili classes and all of that stuff. But even on the show, people know, like, my Swahili is so trash. Because really? My Swahili <laughs> is so trash. And I, and I put this as a disclaimer, like, broken Swahili on the show. Because I'm basically relearning all of it as we go. Since it's two jokes.
0: Because when I listen and you kind of, like, you transition between English and Swahili. And in my <laughs> mind, I don't speak Swahili. I just listened. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, so Kenyan. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize your Swahili was
3: bad. It's super trash. Mad. Super trash. Yeah. So they just they just laugh at me. They're always like, Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's it's a good platform still. Um Imama, what do you think Ibo culture would look like if it was matrilineal?
2: Man, honestly, well, I guess, so I feel like if we are going from the way we currently are. Yeah. To a matrilineal society, I feel like the evil men might actually study riots. <laughs> and I don't think that, like, you know, like, I don't think they would accept it, essentially. If we're, well, if we're going from the way things are right like, now. Like if to you were to society, reverse the rules um, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think they would accept it. Because I mean, as much as I believe evil men love their women, I feel like they also kind of find some sort of like joy in that dominance like in of evil men are very 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 <laughs> very <laughs> patriarchal and it's i pay I like a kind of, price <laughs> exactly like they like they are that <laughs> essentially yeah. um so i really feel like if we try to revert it like i don't think it's something that would work for them and to be honest even to some extent i do feel like some evil women might not necessarily want that because because of the way and this, I mean, obviously, I'm not speaking for every single Igbo woman. Like, I do not know how they all think. But, like, just from what I see, because of the way Igbo men, like, um love and protect their women, and they are really, like, you know, for all this, like, you know, head of the house, are going to protect, protect, protect. I feel like the Igbo women will almost see it as, like, almost stressful <laughs> to have to kind of be the ones leading, if mm. that makes sense. So it's, like, they're kind of okay being dominated to an extent, just because, like, you know, it comes with, like, the perks own- of patriarchy. Exactly. So, like, to them, it's like they do find perks in that. So, I feel like... I don't think it would work if I tried to revert it, to be honest. But if it was something that started from the jump, I feel like... I mean, like, because it started from the jump, I feel like it might just work just because, you know, I don't know, that's how things have always been. But if we're trying to revert it, I don't know that that would work, to be honest. I feel like there'll be definitely a lot of pushback. Like, there'll be so much pushback. Like, I can't... Because, I mean, like, even when you read about, like, history and, like, matriarchal societies, I've never heard anything about any matriarchy in the Igbo culture. Like, I've heard about it in, like, the Yoruba culture. Mm-hmm. I've heard about it in, like, even the Benin culture. But, like, I've literally never heard about any, like, Igbo queen or, like, any woman that wasn't, like, authority. Mm-hmm. In like the evil land, maybe I haven't done as much research and I can definitely like, you know, agree the evil to the no. But <laughs> yeah, like I could definitely agree it's to the movie the not having done enough research, but like to be honest, for what I've seen and heard, I haven't like seen anything about like matriarchy or like any way that the woman is potentially the head or even the neck <laughs> um, in evil culture. But like I have seen it in like other cultures in Nigeria. So like I don't think it would work for the evil culture. But then again, I'm also not an Igbo spokeswoman, so (laughs) just wanted to make that clear. Don't quote me. I do not have my facts. (laughs) I'm just talking based on what I have said. Yeah. Mm.
0: How about you, Hadiza?
1: Funny enough, I was reading this article where they were talking about a specific matrilineal society. I don't remember which one, actually. I'll have to pull up the article. In Africa, yeah. And what ends up happening is that if they're passing property down it doesn't go to the females in Mad. the woman's side it would still go to the males yeah I found that very 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 interesting so it's that like you know patriarchy still runs very deep you know like it's like
0: <laughs> do you think that's a thing that has happened post colonization or do you think that's always been the case?
1: It, the thing is logically it makes sense if something is passing down through the woman it makes sense for the property to to then go to a woman right yeah. so it going to a man in the woman's side seems kind of counterintuitive, counterintuitive <laughs> because he's going to get married with that property and it's going to go to a different so woman's a different, lineage
0: yeah but then it, it's the way you're thinking about it in that situation if it goes to the man and he marries into the woman's family another woman's he's family no longer really part of his family.
1: but then the thing is you now your family now loses the property right because if everything is going down yeah, through the well, woman yeah. it's going jumping from one family to the next family yeah. right Do you get so yeah that it doesn't it doesn't make sense in terms if you look at family protection like you want to protect your family and keep wealth within your family that, Maybe that style doesn't goal. make sense uh, yes yeah, uh, that's what i'm saying patriarchy runs deep <laughs> like as in even though it's supposed to pass through the women the man comes in and is like well is mine (laughs) so it is possible that it's something that has happened post-colonial like it's a post-colonial phenomenon yeah
0: maybe maybe I had read somewhere like that does happen as well but I I would like to again in my utopia think that that wasn't always the case Mm -hmm, makes Um, sense this might be wrong but like I, I read somewhere that it only makes sense because women actually have a stronger tie to their offsprings right so they're able to distribute things better with sense I would think like because they have more of a connection to their lineage like women protect mm. you know so like I just feel like if things were what do done do you think okay
2: Sorry, but do you think women protect because of the way society has it set up? Like for instance, because of the patriarchal society, men have, like men are meant to go out there and provide for the family while women are meant to stay home and basically connect with their kids, take care of them and protect. So because of that, they have like a better bond, I guess, with their offsprings. So in that way, they can be able to kind of share with sets. But if it was like a matriarchal society, that would not necessarily be the case. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but keep
0: in mind that they still Had gender roles in matriarchal societies, so it's not that women still didn't do those things. They were just more in control, kind of like they gave the direction. So, like Mm. I think just by virtue of biology, given that they give birth to the kids and usually would be the ones, like in probably, I check my facts. I don't know in the caretaking roles of like children. Anyways, I would imagine that they would still have a connection to their kids Mm, and their lineage. Because again, we're not saying that the gender roles were completely flipped. We're just saying that the way it was approached was different. So I, I think, like, I, I, that's an opinion I had read somewhere and it just made sense to me. So like, the way that like, you know, families nowadays are always fighting, like, I just think there will be more stability basically in that, like, I think men don't really know how to do this
1: thing. But then I th- I still think that a woman sharing property, the sh- woman could still have biases in terms of like, it, not fair because the woman is still a person in, right outside That's of it. those like ideals of like women knowing the kid and stuff like that, so I feel like a better model would just be like a an equal like a, a and like yeah like an angel. equal way of yeah sharing it or like conditions to sharing it that that comes in from a somewhat rational point of view
0: do we even want a matriarchy in the world that's the question because like i mean we talk about the patriarchy and then if we talk about matriarchy it might actually eventually be the exact same thing just men on the suffering side do you guys think that
2: I'm okay with men suffering. Okay. I am not
0: taking that out. I am not taking that out. They
2: are going to attack us. You know what? You know what? I mean I feel like we suffered long (laughs) enough. Like honestly, let me tell you what I propose. I propose a matriarchy for like five years. years.
0: 50.
2: No, <laughs> and then we revert to the way it's meant to be, which is equality. By that time, men men will
1: be bitter and they'll say, oh,
2: it's time to fight back. And then we'll it's go the, back oh, And then true, to tip true. over. Okay, okay. That's why I said maybe, five maybe years. Maybe matriarchy for home. five years yes yeah, so just yeah. so yeah. a test run so get a taste of their yeah just a test so, can get the their, uh-huh. yeah, a test, so they can get a t- taste of their medicine uh-huh. and then we can go to equality I mean personally I feel like equality is the goal like I obviously want like you know um, <laughs> you say you're a mess of free guys don't lie I mean like for five years. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be mean, like, no, no, but like all jokes aside, I do kind of feel like equality is the goal. Like, you know, that's obviously why like there's feminism and all of that. It's like the goal is to kind of be on the same playing field. But like I would also recommend matriarchy for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah
0: what that would look I, I don't know that there's a way for our world to go to that now because, like, I feel like Christianity and Islam have, like, so dominated and I think it really, 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 really plays a big role in how we see men and women and I don't think that can change... Like, the patriarchy, anyways. Like, I I even saw that someone was saying, like, even right now, we approach feminism from the stance of patriarchy. Like, we're looking for equality within, like, an already patriarchal society. So, we're saying, like, it's okay if it's patriarchal. We just have to, like, strive for equality, which is kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. It made sense when I read it.
2: Explain it. Like... Like in a man's world. We are looking to time, be equal said, in
0: a
3: man's world. We're, exactly. we're looking for what? Equality in a man's world. We're we're equality
0: equality
3: in a man's world, instead of having our own examples or our own definition of what we expect as women and how we want to be treated. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Sure, you did that well. Yes. That's
0: what I <laughs> to say yeah even when I was reading the articles and stuff about history I couldn't put myself in that world because that is not our reality do you get what I mean like I couldn't think like them that's why I say when we look at history we look at it from our lenses so we try to interpret it from our lens right now but they thought so differently that like if we interpret it we'll kind of like go to different extremes because of the way we think right now but we should kind of dismantle what we think right now, because if we continue thinking it's a man's world, it's a man's world, it's a man's world. And we're looking for equality within that man's world. How's that going to work? It's always going to default back to a man's world.
3: Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. Shira, what do you think a matriarchal world would look like right now?
3: I think that women are just naturally more nurturing. So even when we want to make the men suffer, we're not going to make the men suffer. It's just not something that we are... I don't know. I I disagree with that, though. I I actually (laughs) disagree. (laughs) But I know who me, me. I would not want the men to suffer because... Men are just more vicious with their attacks. So I don't want I them guess to attack. I that makes sense because
2: like, you're yeah, the one that birthed them, right? Like, you gave birth to them, so you probably wouldn't want them to suffer.
0: But in the other way, like, when men are really wicked to women, they were birthed by women. Women nurtured them. So it's like...
2: I mean like I guess kind of like What she was trying to say Is that like you know Women are just kind of more Like they're more nurturers Like they're kinder I guess Is what she's trying to say yeah. So it's like They probably wouldn't I, I don't know I don't know man.
3: <laughs> if you said uh, Like no It's just not happening Uh <laughs> I think that It just depends on the woman you are And that's why they said All women cannot lead Because if you are thinking Emotionally You're going to end up Making an emotional decision Which is going to end up Hurting more than You're trying to help But you know, it is what it is. We all cannot, we all cannot be in those positions. But if it was me being in a matriarch, like if it was me having the opportunity to have, I cannot say like another woman is going to do this because we never know. We never know. But if it was me, I would definitely take it on a spiritual level. I, You said, you guys said a lot of stuff about religion and Islam and Christianity. And that's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm so left. I'm a left thinker, like, completely. So it's just going to be, like, complete spirituality type stuff, which is going to... I feel like that's the world we're living in. We're entering a spiritual world. We're no longer going to be focused too much on religion and stuff like that. But that's my my view of it. I cannot say that's how it's going to be. But if, if a woman is more spiritually in tune with herself, there will be no there will be no imbalance. I feel like if you're in tune with yourself, you learn how to kind of master your emotions. But yeah, that's just on a spiritual level. I like the the
1: wavelength series of pretty none.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we have to move from our old thinking because it's going to bring the same results. Mm-hmm. Because if women are still looking to be heard and to be respected and to get back all that was taken away from them mm-hmm. during this whole time of being in this man's world, we're going to be fighting forever. Somebody has to be the bigger person here. Mm-hmm.
2: But why do we have to be the bigger person?
0: Hmm. Yeah, so the, the moral of this podcast is do not no. let Imama <laughs> rule you because
2: Imama <laughs> will kill all men. That would no, be I would, No, no, come on. I would not. I love men. I just have <laughs> questions. <laughs> to oppress the men. I just uh, have questions for them Is all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here, I just want to ask
1: you. take them to a torture room. Yeah,
0: what <laughs> <laughs> a I mean, sure, you spoke like, "Oh, it's for." From- when I think of myself, I would be more empathetic, but I actually think that in the grand scheme of things, the exact same thing would happen if women, maybe slightly different because of our biology and stuff. Maybe, I don't even know. Like the nature versus nurture thing is really hard. So it's really hard to know what is innately a women thing as compared to what is learned because of our society. So I I can't speak to it. So I don't think anyone can actually know what it would be like if we were actually a matriarchy, like if the world was a woman's world. So
3: if the society was taken away and we were washed away from society's rules, what would we do then?
1: If, If what?
0: If like um, societal rules were washed
3: away, what would we do then?
1: Mm. You can't tell. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Like, do what would I... you, guys on a personal level, do? Is my is what I'm. Oh, opinion, well, if, oh if societal rules oh, were rushed, oh, oh, washed sorry. away,
0: um, like in the terms of leading,
3: in terms of how you would raise your how your household and what you would expect for your oh
0: and what you next okay give us a second to think about this one societal
1: (laughs) rules i feel like you'd you'd have the ability to make new ones but to a large degree the societal rules you make are kind of based on the society you come from to to a large degree so it's hard to mm. i mean i for me i think i just i just aim for more fairness and like I guess, middle grounds in in terms of raising and in terms of decision making and all that. Just making sure different points of views are considered. But then, like, I still think that there would be some kind of leaning towards the society I did know if even if society societal rules aren't there and society I do know may not necessarily be patriarchal necessarily but then yeah okay for example with um, last names I, I feel like I go the I forgot what African country is that they when they name their kids they just give them any random name as, as their yeah as their yeah, last name. Yeah, because we had um yeah.
0: <laughs> we had K on. I was gonna ask if there's any society like that in Kenya, but like you had explained that you you're not really sure. But like we had this Rwandan girl come on the podcast, mm-hmm. K, and she she was telling us how she has a completely made up last name. She doesn't share the same last name with her mom or her dad. They just make up a new one. And her and her siblings have all last. different last names. And I found that cool because that's even a different way of thinking. Because because now in the patriarchy, we have the arguments of whose last name should they take? I know, just a random one.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I have to of your legacy, you you have, of- oh, sh- you, have- <laughs> <laughs> you have a book. Oh, you have. You have a book. You keep it on the cloud. <laughs> <My God. laughs>
0: it's a really long line of um yeah. family tree. Yeah, yeah. So it wow. it doesn't have to
1: be by um last name. Yeah. Ooh, way maybe everyone will time. have a stamp. <laughs> a tattoo, exactly. A But then how do you know which tattoo to pass down? So let's say you have two of them stamps, and then everybody You have, have two stamps. Then the kids will now
3: have four. Yeah. is that
1: what it is there's enough space <laughs> yeah. it's a tribe
3: of <laughs> of it's a tribe you know which tribe someone is from based on their mark. based on their marks their
1: marks
0: exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. but then when
1: people marry inter-tribe now when you give them the two you marks you give them
0: two marks and then
1: if they now marry inter-tribe we give them four is that how it's going I don't
0: understand why not <laughs> <laughs> there's actually enough <laughs> no space on your
1: mark to mark the in the cloud guys
0: <laughs> yeah the cloud uh-huh. thing
1: also works because yeah. it's
2: 2020 yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Until somebody hacks the cloud.
1: And then changes your whole lineage. <laughs> but why would they do that? Like what what joy what joy does that bring? Nothing. It doesn't bring
3: anything. Hey, are you? Have you been to America? Fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh! But it's it's
0: really fun to imagine a world that that is not what we have right now, and it'd be nice to continue thinking outside the box because, like, I feel like that way we can shift away from thinking about these societal rules that we have right now because I think a lot of them enable the patriarchy, and like, it just usually defaults back to that no matter what rules you bring up but yeah i think we've exhausted our opinions do you guys have anything else to say on this
2: no, not really. I feel like we have actually spoken a lot about important stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because this follows the episode that we talked with the guys on, like, feminism and stuff like I'm that. I'm
2: pretty sure people are going to be like, these women are talking too much about Yo, honestly,
0: we are slowly becoming a feminist podcast. Like, it seems to seep into almost every conversation we have. Um, but, yeah, we're black. We're women. So, it's going to shape our experiences. So, it's like, yeah, we're going to talk about this a lot, guys. Just stick with us you'll learn a
3: lot <laughs> yeah, yeah i think yes. so i've yeah. learned a lot episode what would you say I said, I've learned a lot from the episode myself. So I'm going <laughs> to learn a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's honestly yeah. the... I think um when we post this episode, I'll post like a lot of the articles we were all looking at. Because like some of the... Bro, like papers on papers on people analyzing and like people having different opinions. Some people were really, really strongly of the opinion that we are deceiving ourselves. Like deceiving ourselves that there were no matriarchies. But then I think the people that did believe there were matriarchies usually had a examples and i would like to believe those but they just explain that it's just not the utopia that we think that it is Mm -hmm. so yeah let's do lessons from the week guys it's been so long since we did that
2: yeah we haven't done that in a bit
0: yeah shiro what lesson has this week taught you just one that you'd like to share
3: oh okay so today is actually madaraka day um what's that Madaraka Day, which is, um, Kenya's, like, it's not their Independence Day, but it's, like, the day that they had self-governing. Yeah. And, oh, nice. Say it uh, again, day? Madaraka Day? Madaraka. Madaraka.
0: Madaraka. Got
3: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Madaraka Day. And, um, actually, the thing, <laughs> the thing that, um, Kenyatta said, which was the president, the first president, he was saying, like, the white people, when they came, they, they, when they came to us, we had like established ourselves. We had our trade, we had our goods, we had our stuff, and they had a Bible. But when they left, <laughs> they had the goods, the trade, the everything, and we had the Bible. <laughs> so it's, it just goes back to that. And I think that's been a common thing that's been happening with me. It's been kind of with what's happening here. We kind of just, constantly have to i have two black nephews and it's just like a constant thought i hate to bring it back to the black lives matter thing but that's why i'm no, going no, with no no don't it. hate and it love yeah. it yeah i i it's sad it's sad because yeah. we as african people i don't know why we kind of i don't know if it's a conscious thing or if it's an unconscious thing but we kind of put ourselves in like a different category just because we know that we don't have the same struggles but it's like when we have kids or nephews or anyone who lives in this world it's just like a different kind of thing and what I learned from this week is like some conversations that we think we don't need to have we have to have and it sucks because we just we kind of put ourselves in this bubble but the facts are that we are in a we're in a place where we're going to have to inherit other people's problems yeah And I think it's just a common, it's a constant reminder to never get stuck in the bubble. That's
0: a really good one. Yeah. I kind of really, like, I feel like... To an extent, the world is kind of getting more conscious about that because I'm seeing black people in many different countries still empathizing a lot with what's going on in the U.S. right now. And I think it's also nice because we're also drawing from their experience and kind of like speaking up about ours as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I just I'm happy that we're doing that because, yeah, it's just indicative of like what exactly is already going on around the world. So, yeah. Thanks, Cheryl. That's good. For having you, see, Mama.
2: Um, what have I learned? I feel like it's kind of related to the Black Lives Matter thing. To be honest, mm-hmm. I feel like I have kind of like, I mean, I've always known, but like I've just learned more that the world really is just not fair to like uh, Black people. And honestly, like, um, I've also learned that like you know you need to actually take time out of like I mean it's okay to take time out of social media and like you know actually take a break. Like it's okay to take a break and disconnect and actually just like breathe and rest like i know sometimes like some people feel guilty about like you know needing to take a break and like needing to kind of like unplug because they feel like they have to be actively like you know being like activists like actively showing support on social media and honestly wow like that's great like showing support and like you know doing all that great stuff like that's awesome but like You also like your mental health also matters. Like if you know you're getting overwhelmed, I feel like it's very, very important for you to actually be able to take a breather, like take a step back, take a breather, pray, meditate, do whatever it is that you do to kind of like, you know, try to find rest in yourself. And, like you know, if you need to hop back on, hop back on, but like I do think I have definitely learned that it's okay to kind of unplug and take a breather, and you don't have to feel guilty for- like guilty um at the fact that you are not as engaged as everybody else is, but this does not apply to white people. I think white people should always be engaged <laughs> or they should just be keep or they should just keep quiet. <laughs> um, I don't think that they need any breathers because yeah they've had think, enough they've had enough breathers, but I do mm-hmm. feel like you know if you're Black and, like, this is basically too much for you, I do think it's definitely okay for you to take a breather and just, like, disconnect for when you need to. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Okay.
0: I can go next, because mine kind of almost directly, not direct, it doesn't directly oppose what you said, but it's just, on the other side, I, my lesson is, I was just watching a YouTube video yesterday from, like, a Black British um, YouTuber and he was, he was just basically talking about the role of like, cause he's an influencer, right? I wouldn't say we're influencers, but we have a platform. And I mean, I had been seeing all of these things and I I really am exhausted really on everything that's going on. And I I feel like my, my reaction to the whole George Floyd thing, I was just exhausted and I just wanted to disconnect, to be honest, from the whole thing. But then, I mean, this guy was talking about how, if you have a platform just in whatever way possible, trying your best to, you know, share how you can help the cause. Cause like the guy that knelt on the neck was only arrested because people are protesting and stuff like that. (laughs) So it's actually individuals as a collective coming together that are making these differences. So if you have a platform and you have people that listen to you or whatever, just share. Even if you don't, I mean, everyone kind of has a platform right now in the social media age. So like, even if it's like, you're not the person that's going to share it, then donate, you know, to, like, the protesters. If you're not going to go out, donate to the people that they are calling is to go out and be the people on the streets protesting. Do you get what I mean? Like, help them out with bills. You know, if you're a lawyer, you know, represent them. Just those kind of things in whatever little way that we can give back. Yes, plug out when it gets too much for you, but don't ignore it to the extent that you are doing nothing because if everyone decided to do nothing, nothing will get done. So, yeah, that's just... That was my lesson from that YouTuber's video. And I mean, see, he's talked about it and just him talking about it made me reflect on my own, like, contribution to this whole thing. So, yeah. Aliza?
1: Okay. My, my lesson from the week is going to be different from, cause I see everybody kind of spoke about the, what's it called?
3: Like Black Lives Lives.
1: Lives Matter, yes, yes. And stuff like that. So I guess in some way it can relate to it but not necessarily. I guess is affirming learning to affirm your own reality. Just in like your own experiences and stuff like that even though someone is like or could potentially ask you why your reality is your reality do you understand that kind of thing so it's like okay so let me relate it to the black um lives matter. La- lives matter situation so where you have black people saying this is what is happening right and then on the flip side you have other races being like oh but this is not what happens for me so therefore it's not what is happening period and stuff like that so being able to Affirm your reality and speak About it is just I guess that's My lesson for the week from my Own perspective and my own life yeah yeah. Ooh, yeah.
0: Well, this was a deep, deep episode because the world is actually going to shit, it seems. <laughs> but it's fine. 2020 is just six months in. The next six months. We move. We
2: the next six months will be greater, hopefully. <laughs> <Amen>. We're praying. <laughs> Amen.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I learned another thing, but I, I'm not going to delve too deep into it. We need to start questioning this people of color term that we keep using. Exactly. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> anyways yeah alright guys thank you so much for tuning in this week we will see you next week with the Amiibo Interludes Shiro thank you so much for coming on the podcast
3: this has been fun yeah, thank you thank you thank you for having me on.
0: bye bye,
2: bye